everyone is so obsessed with that lady Dimes. Mm. or whatever her name is i saw something on reddit i think it's probably a joke it said there's more polygons in her butt than there were in the entirety of the original resident evil on the playstation wow <laughs> i don't think that's going to be true but i really like to think that that is Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd OD Podcast with Dan and Red and no Sean again as always but never mind you're all used to that by now right? Are you talking to me or the audience? The audience. Then I think the answer is yes to both. Exactly, exactly. But how are you Reg? I'm alright sir, apart from the fact I keep thinking it's payday and it's not driving me insane. <laughs> well by the time this goes out it will be. Woohoo! You'll be rolling in it. All of three seconds. Yay. <laughs> adult life. Gotta love it. Yeah, welcome to the Adult Life Podcast, where we discuss everything that is depressing about not being 18 years old. I, I keep going through fits and starts where I'm like, you know what, I'd love to to be young again and just like go through it. If, if you, if you knew then what you know now, like your, your mind got transported into your, let's say, 14 year old self what would you do differently oh that is a very hard decision because 14 would would be a difficult one knowing everything i'd, I'd know now mm-hmm. i would want to keep the same trajectory because okay. then i wouldn't have met you guys okay i wouldn't be doing this i wouldn't have the florida addiction I'd but like you might you might have had it earlier i don't think i would have done because i would never until you start regaling tales about how awesome the hulk was and going to all the towers <laughs> with you like continuously i love I never, you've got this huge like this huge life altering thing uh gift of going back in time by you know 20 odd years and you're just like yeah, i mean i i wouldn't have gone to florida so i don't want to miss that I, I wouldn't know that because that, that start like hanging around with you started. It sounds weird and really like, oh, but like it massively altered my life. Fair hanging enough. around with you compared to what I was doing beforehand. Before hanging around with you, I was literally sitting at home playing WoW all day. Like when I wasn't working, it was WoW and Shedmu just nonstop, just playing on games. Literally, instead of using money to go on holiday, I was like, why would I want to do that when I, I you know, you go away for like two weeks mm. and then you spent a good couple of grand when I could like buy the new console or buy a load of new games and play with that and just go to the pub every now and again. And like holidays and stuff never phased me, never interested me, wasn't bothered about it at all. And then met you, we started going out on towers loads and I was like, this is really fun. Like, this is quality. I'm going to gigs. And then we went to gigs and then it was like, <clears throat> Alton Towers got me the addiction to the theme parks and you're like oh you gotta try the Florida ones and I was like one day one day and then we went and I was like holy shit this is the best thing ever I don't want anything less than going this every year and it just became a thing that okay. I absolutely fucking like live for all right so this is the thing you can start it earlier I think I think you're being far you're not being grand enough here I think the only thing I would probably change is after leaving game, mm. 
I would probably choose a different career rather, rather than debt go into like into <laughs> debt collection and credit card activations and now recruitment. I think yeah. I would try and focus on something that I actually really enjoyed. You, you would you start podcasting at fourteen and being like, "This is the future." I reckon we could. You know, I reckon <laughs> we could kick that. We could beat it. Ricky Gervais to it. Hundred <laughs> percent, and I think we would be a lot more entertaining back. Yep then as well than what yeah. some of them were when you first initiated it when did ign launch <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine it's, it's it's a weird one i like i i think i saw this question ages ago like a month like months ago a year maybe on on reddit and loads of people were like oh i would i mean i'd i'd, I'd become a millionaire pretty easily because i would put a bet on this sporting event that i remember that happened and blah 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 and and i started thinking what like my memory is terrible or my interest in anything of importance that um could get me a lot of money is is non-existent so i i don't know any like since i was you know let's say let's say 12 14 whatever i can't think of a single like sporting event or event that you would put money on that i know the answer to you know like i know the winner like I couldn't mm. go if if you said to me who won the you know the the World Cup in two thousand two or whatever I don't know when 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 there was one that year I wouldn't have a clue I would probably guess Brazil or France or something like that but you know it's still I have no idea imagine sticking all your money go like yep yeah <laughs> this exactly, is it. exactly and then getting the wrong answer and you're like yeah. oh no no oh, yeah oh no that's the next one. That's why I don't follow football. I mean, maybe number ones. Maybe I could go a Christmas number ones. That they they take money on that, don't they? Take bets on it that. It is, but then you'd have to you'd you'd want to do something ridiculous like when um the what what are they called my mind's going completely blank. Rage Against the Machine when that hit number oh, one. When, when someone hits number yeah. one that they don't expect. Yeah, that you yeah, don't yeah, expect yeah. it. Do that. Stick a load of cash in and be like, I reckon this is going to be it. But then. When you're 14, you've yeah. got to wait like 12 years or something ridiculous in order for that to, to kick off. Yeah. So it's like how long... find a partner in crime and be like someone who's old enough and be, look, you know, you know like happens in the movies when they sit down with someone and they say to them, look, I, you know, I'm from the future or I've been stuck in a time loop. And they're like, oh, that's rubbish. And then, all right, that person's going to drop a tray. That person's going to sneeze. This person's going to come in then. And then everything happens. Yeah, I could find someone and do that to them. I reckon I could do that to you, but I don't think you'd be like, right, okay, I believe all of this. However, okay. I don't, I don't want to put any money or down on anything. And I'd be like, but mate, well, it doesn't have to be much. <laughs> we could do this, and you'd be like, nah, because like, genuinely, I could. Uh, there's so many things I could tell you about you in the past and stuff that I would have no idea that I would, you would have no idea that I would have known apart from yeah. you telling me it all. And that sort of stuff, and you'd easily be able to get through that. But it's just knowing how tight-fisted you are with money when it comes to it. I'd be like, mate, trust me on this one. You'd be like, no, no, I'm sorry. I want to believe you, and I'll be with you all the way, <laughs> but I'm not putting any money down on it. And I'm like, well, you say that, but you know, like, it, it didn't take that much convincing for me to put a bit of money into into crypto <laughs> when Sean started making money. So. You know, and plus, I, I think, is it you that's always said if you won the lottery, you would give your like your closest friends like you would split it between because there's no point in you being 
Exactly. And it's one of us. Yeah. No point in being the one person who has 10 million pounds when all your friends are still having to work five days a week. You yeah. want to give them enough money to quit their job so you can at least go, all right, I'm going to have Florida. Do you want to come? Yeah, great. Okay. There you go. That is right. So what I would do if, if we, if I won the lottery, yeah. say I won, let's say, you know, the, the 15 million or 20 million, whatever the euros is, that's why mm. I would put the, put the money on because that's the one that earns the most compared to the normal lottery and stuff. Yeah. So I'll do that. I'll make sure everyone had, you know, like maybe 1.2 to 2 mil um of my close friends and family so we've all got like a good amount i would buy my house in golden acres in florida right uh, in there right behind disney okay uh, and then i would literally put the rest in trying to launch this as a thing okay like, as the everyone sort of jobs and everyone to the yeah to the punch everyone gets the job you want to do it okay so that way then everyone has money but also has the ability to to do what they want to do with, with mm. their life. So we could take this and just make it what we've always dreamed it to be, which would be amazing. And we'll be able to like live stream from our mansion in the mm-hmm. in the Florida, right behind Disney, do it in Disney and Universal. When I'm not using everyone has an annual pass. <laughs> That's it, yeah. It would be it would just be amazing. And I would if we had enough, I'd also open up a bar and I'd have that bar where we have like you know a stage where we yes, do like okay. all the time and podcasting and yeah just everything it would just be yeah just and awesome. you would are we still are we still in like you're in your uh your future self in your younger body here or is this just if you won the lottery uh, those are just if won the lottery but if, oh, I, had okay. my, if, if I had it both ways then yeah 100 percent. if 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 you were if you went back to into your 14 year old body and then you became 18 or whatever, and you happened to have this fortune that you'd managed to get from gambling and everything you knew happened, and then you opened your bar, you could then invite all these musical acts that were tiny at the time, like that, you know, you love in the future and invite them yeah. all to play on your little stage in a bar in Florida. hundred percent. There you go. <laughs> it would be amazing. Yeah. With resident musician Liam Frost, you you know it, yeah, you know it. And I would also I would stop Stephen Page taking drugs. Fair that enough. Would be, that would be one of my my Slap other things to do as well. I'd like instead if you go in and robbing me, wouldn't it be just like no? Slap. Yeah, like instead of you taking drugs, why didn't you come do residency here or some solo stuff instead? Like yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I'll do that instead of drugs. Exactly. The, the problem there is, Reg, because they split up, you now get double the albums. Mm. You know, and granted, one album doesn't count because it was just the worst thing that anyone's ever put onto, recorded onto a CD in the form of that Bare Naked Ladies album that doesn't exist. But still. However, it did give us You Run Away, which is one of my all time right. favorite Bare Naked Ladies songs. One good song on it, fair enough. <laughs> yes <laughs> but then i wouldn't have known it would be amazing if i was 14 <laughs> no, no because i would have known no, it would because it. it's your mind from yeah. the future exactly but then you've got to be very careful not to alter the course of any of these acts like imagine if you brought so for people who aren't aware liam frost is a kind of a local manchester musician who being reg love um and he's, he's he's been signed to various labels he's had he's had three albums out um also has 
formed a band twice and stuff like that and he's he's amazing and if you haven't listened to him go and go and listen to him um but you know he's never really done anything big um but he recorded those albums because they're all very based on his life you know his life growing up around manchester and stuff and his family so if you at, at the age of 14 or whatever pay him a load of money to fly him over to your to play, to be resident in your bar <laughs> <laughs> suddenly he doesn't have any of those experiences yeah imagine then, how weird his music would be if i just <laughs> drag him out of that it would be you know when uh we found him out of his emo phase no i was gonna say when we found that emo, um, that'd be <laughs> insane that'd be awesome yeah you've got to be very careful thing. don't alter the future because mm. then you don't get what you what you wanted it's tricky it's tricky it yeah i always just thought like I would be completely wasted on the whole, like, you know, getting the sports almanac and, and putting bets on like Biff did because like, I, I just don't know any of that sort of stuff. I don't know who won what. So I'd be like, oh, oh well, let's just repeat the same mistakes I made the first time. Yeah. Never mind, eh? <laughs> uh, never mind. Anyway, I don't even know how we got onto that little sidetrack, but that was that was good. I like it. <laughs> I know, and, that, and now it's all I can think about now. So we might have a different, <laughs> a different podcast. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Well, uh, I mean, there's we've got plenty to talk about. Uh, obviously, we we fully fully exhausted on E3 stuff now. Finally, after talking about it for two weeks, one of which didn't get released because the quality was terrible. But um, yeah, you know, in both on. E3 and audio quality exactly exactly so you know, we've had a, a couple of comments this week on our youtube videos on two really old videos um one um we we went to a when resident evil 7 came out we went to a, a thing they did in london called the resident evil experience which was like an escape yeah we did scare maze type thing it was the most amazing scare scare maze and most amazing escape room we've I've ever seen. I've never seen it anywhere else that does anything as good as this was. But it was on for two days. And I think each day there was only maybe about 20, uh, I say couples, I don't mean couple, I just mean two pairs of people, let's say, who got to do it. So there's probably only about 80 people total who got to experience this thing over the two days. And someone commented on it saying, do they still have this in London? I've only just heard of this now. And I replied saying, yeah, no, sorry, it was only for two days. So and explained it all. And he said, oh, I just stumbled on it now for now. Thanks for taking the time to share your experience online with us. I hope they do one for the village. Uh, I was just thinking, yeah, that, that's been a lot. Right? <laughs> but, but what reason I wanted to bring that up. Imagine if COVID wasn't a thing and they could have done that. Like oh the, 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 what's the Resident Evil 7 one, they found this old rundown house in literally in the middle of london just this terrace block and one of them was this this house that clearly no one's touched for for years and years and years because i i don't believe that they put that much effort into making it look horrible and mucky it just seemed to be like that already it was just a state <laughs> um so and that kind of fit with that with that world but imagine doing the village like you wouldn't do that in London. You'd find somewhere in like in the Lake District or something, somewhere yeah. forest, find an old rundown shack and turn that into it. Can you imagine how amazing that would be? Mate, I absolutely shit myself the entire way through oh, the self-experience. The, the village one would literally mm. probably have me going fetal. 
It would be amazing, though. It mm. genuinely would be amazing. Like, I to, to this day, I still think about how amazing that experience was. Like, hiding up in the loft when, when your mama was popping around and, like, hiding in the boxes and behind chests and stuff. And yeah. when you were invited down for the meal, and it was just, oh, my God, it was... It was yeah. insanely creepy. But the weirdest thing about so, that. So I mean, in 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 Resident Evil Seven, there's a the mom, isn't it? Mm. She sort of stalks you throughout the game, right? Am I right with that? Uh, it's Jack who mainly does that. The mum is is out and about, and you do fight her and okay, destroy, and she is creepy as all hell, right? But so, and that, and that that's what this this bit was. It was we'd escaped from the two uh, from the dad and the son, um, who is sort of like these redneck hillbillies and they covered the, the, the dad poured gravy all over himself and rubbed himself up against me it was wonderful um, <laughs> it was just <laughs> after i poisoned them obviously i had to sneak away and poison their drink which was, it's just it was so immersive it was amazing but then the next room we got in there and then the phone rang you pick the phone up uh, and it's like she's coming hide i slammed the phone down and like red we've got to hide and the fact you know, you hid in a box. I hid behind a chair, and then you just heard this noise of this woman, this old woman, <laughs> searching around the room. And I guarantee she was in, you know, full costume, full makeup, and everything for something that you never actually saw because you were hiding. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was just thinking, like the amount of effort they probably went into for that character. But <laughs> yeah, and I'm curious if if she was if she was allowed to find you. You know, mm. and if that changed the story, but oh, it's so good, and I can't believe they only did it for such a short period of time and in one place. Yeah. We were very, very, very lucky to get to do that. But Extreme, yeah, right? one for the village. I could just see that being, uh, I mean, twice as scary just because you, you dump you in the middle of the forest, run it between like midnight and six a.m. or something like that, so it's pitch black. Oh man, that would have been good. I think the only downside to doing the village one is that everyone is so obsessed with that lady Dimes mm. or whatever her name is that everyone would be wanting to be found and just ruin experience by going murder me. That's it. I saw something uh, on Reddit. I I think it's probably a joke, but I would like to think that it's not. It said there's more polygons in her butt than there were in the entirety of the original Resident Evil on the PlayStation. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I, I don't think that's going to be true, but I really like to think that that is the case. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, it probably is true. Yeah. That's the sad thing. Absolutely. Anyway, I did something very exciting this week, Reg. You know, I mean, last week I was on a game show. The week before that, I was gallivanting around Wales. Mm. Went to see Fast and Furious 9 for some reason. Uh... <laughs> I don't I don't think I've got that much to say about it, but I feel like there's a couple of interesting things to bring up. So we we really like our bad movies, right? Movies that are so bad that they know that they're bad. And that is the point. So your, you know, shark slash whatever movies, shark to push, sharknado, things like that. You know, so bad. They're good. Rubber, the room, anything like that. Because they're, they're self-aware. They're like, you know, I know that I am so stupid. I'm just going to lean into it. And that's what makes them good, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. The Fast and the Furious has always been a bad movie series. In the, Well, I'd say always. You know, first movie, completely about racing. Second movie, same thing. Third movie, same thing. 
fourth movie oh okay for some reason they're now uh you know it's oceans 11 with cars all right let's let's take it a step further now it's mission impossible with cars and that's what the rest of the the series has been and it's sort of it's always been a case of let's just outdo it itself and i do feel like the the writer who apparently has written every single one except the three if i remember right um he, he he knows at least once they changed into this new style of movie. I think he knew exactly what he was doing. It was just a case of let's just try and up ourselves each each time to the point where there was that meme going around about you know Fast and Furious ten, they go to space like yeah yeah at some point ah oh, that'll be hilarious. Yep, and then right. they did not yeah. So so this one, it's not written by the usual guy. It's it's got it's the same director as normal, but it's a completely different writer. And it is almost like this writer has gone, right, that's it. Let's just completely lean into this thing. But to such an extent where it's it's just so over the top and bad that it like there's people people are getting thrown around like they're action figures. There's about three people that get caught by cars. So they you know, they're on top of a a truck that's sliding down a hill and about to go over a cliff, and then they jump off and a car comes in and does a little spin and they they land on the bonnet and like, oh, they're fine, great. That happens about three times. (laughs) It's just, it really, I've I've not, I've never watched one of them more than once because I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a fan of them, but I've watched all of them and I've gone, yeah, you know, stupid, but a bit kind of entertaining. Um, so, like I say, I'm in no way a fan of it, but this one just took it to its absolute extreme and was just so, so, so bad. And I was, I was sat there thinking, like, can you imagine if you, uh, okay, let's look at this time travel thing again. So you, you're, you're 18, 19 year old. In fact, I think it was around 2000, 2001 that the first one came out. So let's say I was 19 and I watched the first Fast and the Furious. Did you see it at the cinema? Because back then it wasn't, it I wasn't did. like. A bit of a thing to be ashamed of. It was like well, it was a film it, about car racing. So it came out when obviously Need for Speed, yeah, uh, underground stuff came out. So yeah. I was massively into them. So like Gone in sixty seconds, yeah, I was all about that. Oh, yeah, and no. then like Fast and Furious and stuff, I was like, oh yeah, this will be cool. Yeah, and I didn't mind. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and I remember there having to be warnings to people to be like, don't do what they do in the films when you leave the cinema. And we, I remember stepping out, out the cinema, getting into the car round up around the back in the car park and just hearing two or three cars at least just going, burning their, their <laughs> eyes on the ground. Just cause, yeah. All the locals just wanted to get into that. But okay. Aliens come down right after you've watched the first Fast and the Furious. And they take you up onto their ship. They do experiments on you for 20 years. And then they dump you back on the planet Earth. And you're like, right, what do I want to do now? And you walk past the cinema and it says Fast and the Furious 9. And you're like, whoa, Fast and the Furious 9. I love the first one. And you go in and watch it. Like, your head would explode. Like, you're just like, what What on Earth has happened to this film series? It is enti- <laughs> it's completely like... Like the very the opening the opening scene, as with every single one, it's Vin Diesel uh, and his and his missus, and now their kid going, oh yeah, you know, we've retired from this life that that oh that's all in our past. Now we're just going to look after my kid and you know grow up on a farm and everyone will be happy. And then suddenly, 
oh no, something bad has happened. I'm going to get dragged back into it. And every time they try and find another reason to bring him in. And this time it's, I, you know, I don't even care about if, if I spoil it. I think all this is spoiled in the trailer. Pretty much everything is given away in a trailer. But oh no, his brother, who he had no idea existed because they've never mentioned him in a single other film, even though they've brought his sister into it. So you think at some point they go, oh yeah, remember our brother? No, no, they bring him in and he's John Cena. And yeah, so he's like, all right, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go and stop all these guys. And then it's literally just like Mission Impossible. And for some reason, his brother is exactly the same as Vin Diesel. You know, he, he works for like the, the bad guys. Uh, he's, you know, he's IMF and he's, I forget the syndicate or whatever. You know, he's got the same skills, really good at driving. He's got all these, these vehicles with like magnets and just, explosives and everything it just it just it, it makes absolutely no sense but it is almost like paint by numbers let's make a really cheesy bad action film but it doesn't it doesn't cross over into that so bad it's good it's just really really awful yeah i've only i've i don't even know why it happened I watched a couple of, heard a couple of videos. In fact, it was yesterday I was watching a video mm. on YouTube while I was working. Um, and then, you know, and just say, like, up next, and it just plays something okay. um, automatically. And it was the, about the ending and why no one ever is really dead in Fast and oh, Furious franchise. Never. And no one's ever really permanently a baddie. Yeah, so I was just like, what, what's going on? I was like, this guy died, this guy did this. And then I was like, hang on a minute, I need to skip this because I'm not interested. And then I went to go into the YouTube page and there's a clip from the film where they're swinging the car from a vine and i was oh, like yeah. well right no the, interest I'm describe this to you because they they go to find this plane that's crashed that the um the, lead, the the guy who runs this organization that they kind of work for and he's in the middle of a jungle and they're like oh the the local government the, the military uh, don't like anyone so if they find us we are dead and then suddenly the military find them and there's this big chase through the jungle and then John Cena turns up and tries to steal this this uh, component of some bomb that they, they've been sent to go and get. And they're like, the only way we can get away, we need to get over, we need to cross the border, but the border's in the sea, but it looks like there's a bridge. Okay, let's go for that bridge. It turns out it's a rope bridge, okay? And there's, there's at least three cars heading towards this. One car is going for it. One car decides to drive straight across it just as it goes across, another car smashes into the the one of the, um, the the things that's holding the bridge up, and the bridge starts collapsing. But the car is still driving up this rope bridge, like defies all laws of physics, and then gets over the other side. But fortunately, one of the ropes is still there. So Vin Diesel goes, "I've got this," and then he doesn't just drive towards it. For some reason, he sets off his nos, you know, the 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 booster from the mm. first one, sets that off drives into it like it's not like he hits a jump or anything he just drives into it and then suddenly the rope goes and grabs onto the tire again this is in the trailer and then yeah you see the car literally swing across flip over land uh land the right way up obviously that happens two or three times actually there's a couple of things where there's there's a truck that's driving upside down and they smash into it and it flips over and then lands the right way up and carries on driving um but the one thing that i feel like they really the, the, the writer at least was like, right, I'm just going to reference here that this is ridiculous. One of the characters 
at the very beginning survives a, a, a big car crash and then he's in this this sort of ruins of this temple and then about 15 bad guys all run in all with machine guns and he's got this one machine gun he's got a a, um, a bulletproof vest on and he's like oh i'm gonna die here uh and they all start shooting him and then he suddenly pulls out his machine gun kills them all and granted he gets shot two or three times because he has all these bullet holes and and dents in his bulletproof vest but he survives and then he gets into another car. That car falls down a cliff. Uh, it's about it gets stuck between two rocks. It's about to fall on top of a mine. He manages to climb out the car. The car gets blown up and then nearly lands on top of him. He survives all this stuff. And then he has this conversation with uh, it's it's Tyrese. He has a conversation with Ludacris, and he's like, "I think we're invincible, guys. Like, just think about everything." It's like we're in a movie because every single time something happens, you think this guy's dead, and no, look, I survive. And then, yeah, everyone dismisses him, but the audience is there going, yeah, it's all a bit weird. And then this all obviously pays off at the end when they go into space and they've got to blow up this satellite and they give this stupid reason as to why they can't just ram the satellite. They've got to hack it. But then something goes wrong and they decide, oh, we've got no choice. We're going to have to smash into it. And he goes, it's okay. Don't, don't forget, I'm invincible. Even though we'll run out of fuel and we won't be able to get our rocket back down to Earth, we will survive because I am invincible. And turns out, yeah, he survives. Spoilers. It's yeah, it's 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 really not the greatest. I mean, you know, it's a it's a fairly moderately entertaining passage of two hours of your time, but yeah, I I think there's there's better at the minute. Go and watch A Quiet Place too if you haven't. <laughs> well, I don't think we want, uh, talked about this on um, thingy on the pod, um, mm. but I watched that Fatherhood. Oh yeah, yeah. Last week, yeah. it, well, over with, the weekend um, with Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart so it. he helps sort of write it and direct it as well. Um, in terms of this, and it was only because it was on one of the the dad pages, um, and they were saying it was like a a proper like gut punch. But yeah. this is on a, Netflix, right? Yeah, like mm. in a beautiful way, and it was number one in Netflix for a while, trending. And we've run out of stuff to watch, and we started watching um, Sweet Tooth on yeah. netflix which is really good to be fair rather enjoying it um but as a, as a dc it's, it's it's one of those shows where ash can't watch it when it's too close to bedtime because she gets so into it and it gets so intense that she's like i can't sleep right okay so we end up having to put something else on to try and like calm down towards the end of it so we've got like two episodes left now to watch of that and yeah re- really enjoying it because it's nice to have a post-apocalyptic thing that's not dank and dreary and just like okay so, yeah so boring to to crack on with with this it's actually really colorful bright the locations are most of them are stunning like and it's mm. very colorful and eye-popping and funny and charming and it's like when i say with lock and key where it feels like it's a kid thing but then all of a sudden something adult happens and you're like oh god right okay maybe don't watch this with kids yeah it it's like that it it feels like it should be a very kiddie thing. Yeah. And then every now and again something really dark happens and you're like, right, it, okay. Am I right? So it's there's a there's a disease that goes around that that mean, means that babies are coming out as sort of human uh, animal hybrids. Yeah, so the so the hybrids come around, but there's also something like a disease going around, it's literally just murdering people. It just like kills people, this disease okay. thing. Um but it's very contagious. 
this as well. So if you're in the, the same area as someone else, there's a very high possibility that you're going to catch it. Okay. Um, and I'm guessing the hybrids are the only things that are immune to it. So I, I believe I believe so um, in terms of this. But, yeah, so there's like there's there's two sides of the tail. You've got the one with Sweet Tooth, the kid who's the hybrid, mm. um, who is on a journey to try and find his mum, who's like miles and miles and miles and miles and miles away. And then you've got a, another one, um, which is like following the doctor who's trying to find the cure for it all and sort everything all out. And that side of it is boring because it's it's very normal sort of post-apocalyptic type thing where, you know, everyone's out for each other and it's the generic fare of that, where it's the sweet tooth side of it's really fun. Um, and just when I was like, ah, oh, you know what, I, I need this bit to be over so we can crack on and enjoy like the sweet tooth bit. It just took a turn and I was like, holy mm. shit. Right, okay. Now I'm in, like enticed by this side of the story and stuff as well. It's really good. Um, but that's when Ash was like, I can't do another one. And it's like half 10. By the time this one finishes, it'll be half 11 and we need to, to go to sleep and I won't mm. be able to sleep. Please watch something else. And I was like, yeah, 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 no worries. So we'll... Um, we'll put something else on so we started flicking through netflix and i was like what is it you want to watch and she was like something that i don't really have to pay that much attention to and something that's not going to be like you know so intense at the end of it i'm just like oh my god i can't sleep and i was like do you want to watch this it's supposed to be quite good and it's trending number one at netflix at the minute and then she was like "Ooh, a film about parents yeah let's watch that because that's my that's my jam (laughs) i'm guessing this was a bad idea right (laughs) it's probably uplifting at the end yeah 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 um (laughs) so it 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 is and the thing is the film is brilliant yeah and it didn't affect ash anywhere near as much as it affects it has affected me and it's weird in that aspect i think because obviously it's called fatherhood and it's about kevin hart who right the beginning he's telling a bit I mean a bit like he's on he's at his wife's funeral and he's basically just saying you know like she was too young to go and you know at least we've been left with this beautiful baby and he starts regaining little bits of tail and that's how you get the backstory of those two um but it's just him saying like at the beginning like I was not ready for this like I I don't know how to do this and he's got to try and find a way to look after the bit like his child and bring his child up but her mom and her mom and dad wanted to just take the kid back with them say we're going to look after it you can't do it we don't basically trust you and he's like no 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 i'm gonna i'm gonna step up i'm gonna do this i'm gonna look after the kid um and it it's it's hard because like when we went through the stage when oliver was little and he was crying his eyes out and ash was just passed out because she was so knackered that like, I was like, I, I don't know how to do this. And it was trying to cope with how to, you know, keep them entertained, quiet, why they cry and don't know, tried everything. Oh, my God, what do I do? And it was bringing all those sort of things back where I was like, holy shit, I remember all of that. And it's like difficult. And then it, it hit the stage where he's just chatting to his mates around, like having a beer while she's asleep. And he's like, I can't do this. I'm not good enough to do this. And he's like, I, you know, and I'd. I don't want to quit, but at the same time, I can't provide for her the way that I really want to. And I'm like, I had that exact same situation. And his mates were like, listen, the baby's happy. She's clothed. She's, you know, she's fed. She's got a, a roof over her head. Anything she wants, she's been given. Like, you're doing an amazing job. And he's like, I just don't feel it. 
And I was just sat there, just fucking literally near enough having like the Thames River down like underneath me because I'm just like, fucking hell. It just, it proper got me. And then when I was like, you know what, it's nice when you see how well they're progressing. Uh, it's really nice. And then stuff happens and you just end up just going like, fucking hell. And like proper pulling my eyes out of it. But I really enjoyed it. Didn't think I would. But mm-hmm. I, I, one million percent, I think, because I, I attached to it so much. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I recognize that. Yeah. Yeah. 100% recognize that. Oh, I can imagine well. any, any parent it is yeah it's gonna really sort of uh see themselves in it yeah really is and it was it was a, a really good watch i mean it, it's it'll be a fun watch for people that don't have kids because it's just mm. like it's a good what like a nice story <laughs> yeah but it's an emotional watch if but it is an emotional watch and if you're a if you're a parent then yeah it's a it's a hell of a hell of a watch <laughs> like a roller coaster to be fair you have you seen work. um instant family i think that's on netflix as well not yet no it's on the watch list apparently. yeah that that i mean that's from a different perspective in that it's about um fostering a family of kids but that's kind of similar by the sounds of it um mm. but that was good i normally i can't you know I, i'm not even sure i can think of uh, a single um thingy marky mark film that i actually like but that one was quite good mm. yeah uh, but, oh. i don't know um, well, Max Payne. Max Payne was good. I'm joking. I'm completely joking. Don't hate me, right? Uh, th- I was going to say, this call is about to be cut short. <laughs> Very short. <laughs> it's on Disney Plus now. Everyone can watch it. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Disney Plus, are you up to date on Loki? I am. Although by the time this comes out, the next one will be on. So True. That's, True. that's the only annoying thing with them now moving, because apparently they're going to move all their shows to Wednesdays now. Right. Any, okay. any new show that's coming out episode-wise is going right. to start coming out on a Wednesday now, which is annoying because at least when we talked about it it was like oh it's quite relevant for a few oh, days it's just like, well, it's a yeah but it's before. it's relevant but we can see it's good to avoid spoilers on these sorts of things for a little bit anyway but um i saw the 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 two most depressing words that i ever see um whenever i'm watching a marvel tv series is a mid-season trailer now, so the, they they always sort of edit and nuance together with a little bit of a tease about what's coming and what has happened. It's just the fact that they are now acknowledging this is mid-season. We're only three episodes in. So this is a six-episode series. Oh, wow. I thought we at least had eight. Yeah, we, I know. But they've all been 40, 50 minutes, haven't they? They've all been, mm. the, you know, they haven't been the sort of the 30 minutes like... um. I mean, even I think we're epi- a couple of episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier were sort of 30, 35 minutes, I think. I could be wrong, but, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's just a bit depressing. But then I think that means that what if is coming next, if I remember mm. right, should be it'd be interesting to watch some something that is just standalone episodes and stories and don't really matter. Um, yeah. What are you what are you thinking of Loki so far? Um, first two didn't really grab me. Mm. To be honest, the first one was meh, oh, it's all right. It's the just, second one was very talky, wasn't it? It was very like him and and um, Owen Wilson just sort of getting to know each other for a lot of it. Yeah, and the third one was the third one was really good, but the first two, I I had the same issue as what I'm going to have with with Black Widow, where I'm like, it's that none of this is important because right. they're dead. <laughs> so you know, it's like it it's not 
going to affect okay. it. Well, although this one is, and I like the way that this is introducing the multiverse and like the timelines yeah. and everything that's coming through. So the story-wise, this is appealing to me a lot more than than some of the others. Which yeah, you I know that like. it will have some sort of bearing. I, I mean, I feel like Black Widow is going to as well. I mean, like the the, the rumors are that that her sister will be the new Black Widow. So yeah. we'll, we'll see how that turns out. Um, and uh, I, I forget what the character's name is, but Dave, David Harbour from Stranger Things, like they, you know, they're introducing his superhero alter ego as well, whether he'll come come through it in anything else, but it's another character to add to it. So I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a little bit more interested in that just to see what impact it's going to have on the future stuff. And it gives us a bit more of an insight into what happened during the, the blip or whatever they call it. Yeah. I'm also liking the fact that apparently the ending to one division yeah. credit it was the next thing I was going to segue into. <laughs> yeah, but I know it's I, not by much, nothing, but not nothing. yet. But he's but only, this, this he's only do. just done a little bit now to affect yeah. stuff. Well, do you, just, oh, what? Okay. So are you, do you think it's changed because things have impacted? The, yes. The, wow okay that's interesting i've not seen that theory i just saw that i mean people didn't really have any theory other than maybe it was to get sort of tease dr strange because there's like it's it's really stupid it's i I don't understand why they've changed bits because all they've seemed to have changed is put more trees in and edited out a duck Mm. And, you know, it, it just seems very strange to later go, oh, yeah, we need to alter that and, you know, make this a bit better. Um, and I know they've done that with, with stuff previously. They sort of altered things, but it was fixing mistakes. It was like when um, when the coffee cup was was on, on the table in Game of Thrones. Uh, and then, like, about two days after that got discovered, the on-demand version, the coffee cup was gone. So, you know, they've paid someone to go in and digitally edit it out. But this was done and this was fine. Um, so pe- people seem to be, I think, clutching at straws to find out, right, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. And the fact that they see this little weird, um, like, glowing abnormality that sort of comes down from the top left corner. But it's just someone's sort of wound it back and had a look at what it's replacing. And it's just a, 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 a when, when you're editing videos, think all the mask, which is just something like a, it's almost like a, a bandage you can put over something so it'll just be something to alter what's under it but they haven't removed it it's supposed to be there to hide a, a little bit of a glare from the sun mm. um and so it's there at the start but then as the camera moves it stays in the same place but people see that and it looks like a sort of um like a ghosted figure floating down and everyone's like it's dr strange definitely dr strange dr strange is there he's coming but it's mm. yeah. but that's really interesting what you just said because that actually would explain some things i mean what i don't know why it would explain why there's more trees <laughs> but, but well, it would explain why they've changed it and i wonder if if they're going to change anything else that's really interesting well that's what i i thought but now obviously you've been talking about the um the way that they've been doing the editing and stuff it might just be to get a bit more clarity on the scene and not take away from stuff or whatnot but i, I just I think because honestly what what takes away from it a duck a duck is taking away from the attention from what happened because no one even noticed that there was a tiny little speck of a duck in the in the lake, or well, just not many trees about. I don't well, understand they did, why, in which why they've removed it and added more trees. <laughs> but, but 
why? <laughs> I just do not. I do not get it. Why they've decided? I think to they need to come out and be a little bit more like, "Hey guys, don't think anything about this." But obviously, yeah. they won't because they love. They love all the attention. This is now getting, 100%. and people are going to go back and yeah. rewatch it and go through it, see if anything else is changing and and whatnot. So it'll be very interesting. It's like who paid that close attention to it to realize that the duck was missing. Like, yeah. Why, why I, have you watched I it and gone? Hang think, on a minute. I hmm. think it's only been noticed because of that. The the um the the weird glowy thing that is in the top corner. I think someone's watched it and gone, "What's that?" And then they've compared it and then noticed that it's not there in the original. Then also noticed, hang on, there's more trees. Hang on, that duck's not there anymore. Mm. Howard the Duck confirmed MCU phase four. Could you imagine? Definitely. That's it. Unless they took the duck out because, like, fucking hell, people are going to start saying that's Howard the Duck. Right, we need to remove it. <laughs> yeah, which brings more attention to it. And then there you go. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> You've become a victim of what you were trying to hide. If only. Mm. If only. I do want yeah. to have a duck. Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, um, while we're on Marvel, um, have you seen that Lego, uh, they've been releasing a new sort of line of Marvel stuff. They're, they're doing the Infinity Saga. Oh, so really? Like, yeah. So and basically, it's just an excuse to go back and release some sort of key moments. Um and there's like a new Hulk Buster you can get. There's um you can get the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ship. Um some some sets they've not released before anyway. Um but the some of the new ones, the, the one in particular looks amazing. Um and it sort of it also I don't know whether it's the um whether it's just the name they seem to have picked for it or whether this is the official Marvel name for the character, but obviously Thor in uh, Endgame was Fat Thor. Right, mm. but it's not Fat Thor; it's Bro Thor. Because right. uh, let me try and find the page. I oh, there we go. Um, Bro Thor New Asgard set, um, and basically it is a little diorama. It's only little; it's like twenty-five quid. It's going to be, but it's uh, like the corner of the the living room in the house that he has in New Asgard, where um, him and uh, Korg. A sit sat and and Meek sat there playing video games. Mm. So it's literally mm. that that. So it essentially you've got. I'll send you a picture of it. It's um, you've got the couch and the three of them are sat there. You've got the TV. They're all in game pads and it's got all the you know stuff on the wall. Tried and all the pizza on the floor. It just looks awesome. It's just a really cool little set. But yeah, they're calling it Bro Brothor. Nice. And we know we do know now that Lego are absolutely beholden to Disney and Disney telling them what to call things because have you seen the new um ship they've done from the they've released three new Mandalorian sets. Mm. And one of the sets is Boba Fett and his uh, ship. they've taken away the slave one reference yes, on not. They've they've asked them to not call it slave one anymore. They've asked them to just call it Boba Fett Starship. Yeah. Apparently they're going to do that in number two as well in the Mandalorian season two. I mean, they'll probably just never. One anymore. I can't imagine that they'll they'll even reference it. I think they're just going to move on from it. You know, let's just never because it's not like it is it printed on the ship. If it is, it's it's probably in a Star Wars language that we don't understand. Uh, and at what point did they <laughs> even? Yeah, at what point did they even name it? You know, I don't think anyone is it is it spoken in the in any of the the original trilogy. 
I cannot remember, mate. No. If I'm honest. So, I mean, someone needs to go back through the uh, the movies on Disney Plus and see if they've edited out the mention of Slave One. Wouldn't surprise me if it was mentioned. Yeah, definitely. But I don't know, but yeah, it's. Uh, I, I know the internet's up in arms about it. Well, fifty-fifty, isn't it? And there's fifty-fifty percent going. Yeah, great. What's the point in even saying it if it's if it you know doesn't. <laughs> trigger that small small memory of of this horrible period let's Mm. edit it out how's how's it hurting anyone and then the other's going oh nothing sacred first you pull down the statues next you rename a starship in a in a movie that i'm obsessed about but i have no real stake in yeah (laughs) that's the world but but yeah anyway yeah that uh, yeah you saw the picture of the the lego set right i did that's Mm. awesome very good really good and detailed and i like that there is a uh, a little meek minifigure i mean even <laughs> the corps awesome but same as not higher res but anyway yeah that's all i had to say about that about lego um do you know what what apparently is is apparently really good and awesome now and completely fixed cyberpunk apparently Supposedly, yeah six months after release they're saying it is now actually ready <laughs> Because it's it's gone back into the PlayStation Store now, right? Yeah. But it has a, a warning on it saying um, th- this may not run as expected on a PlayStation 4. You, you, we recommend you use a Pro or a, a 5. And then the thing is, you might as well just wait for the the, the next-gen ver- or yeah. the current-gen version now. Yeah. It, it I mean, it is... It's so long. It's not... It, it is still so a, a lot of games you buy the ps4 or the xbox one versions and then you get the the series x or you get the ps5 version like as a as a free download or whatever a free upgrade but mm. this hasn't had that version released yet right it is just like playing the ps4 it's just version. A slightly slightly increased one but not yeah. to the stage where they actually go because they are releasing right the current gen versions of the yeah. actual game so like we'll just do something to to help you know pass the time a little yeah. bit for you guys but we're going to release it properly soon yeah which makes it doubly bad that the the actual console it's intended for can't handle it yeah which that's is, that's the so. thing which is just yeah it's so frustrating the thing is it was an enjoyable game and oh yeah i i, I only got a certain bit up to it and now the the crazy thing now is the fact that I just found out that the last series of Keeping Up the Kardashians has been on, so we've got 20 episodes of that to get through, <laughs> and Love Island started. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, now will be a time for me to actually set the, the um, laptop back up again and start playing on that. Mm-hmm. And then as I'm saying that to Ash, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to start playing on laptop. I just found myself going over to grab the Switch and bringing the Switch over to the um, to, to the couch and carried on playing Divinity 2, yeah, um, which I am right near the end of now, and I'm so upset because i genuinely don't want it to end mm. it's gone from a game that i just really enjoyed to a game that i couldn't stop thinking about to a game that's definitely up there in my top five favorite games of all time it's just such a great title and mm. i was speaking to mike over it and he was like oh that's different than my one. Oh, that's different oh no i didn't do that oh, oh no it's all it. different yeah and it's just it's so different and i'm like i'm you know no, what thanks. instead of carrying on with um cyberpunk i'm just going to do another playthrough do a different playthrough and play it all completely different and just see what it's like but, to be fair, I, I mean on a much uh, like lower scale but I, that's what i did with detroit i finished it and immediately wanted to play it again just so i could do a different you know different direction on it and it did change mm. 
No, sometimes that's you know that's that's a sign of a good game, and it sounds like Cyberpunk could be like that if they just. I mean, the, the problem is if it if it had worked from the get go, then by this point we might have had all these little improvements and upgrades to get it to, um, you know, how they sort of promised in terms of actual gameplay, not just about the fact whether it runs or not, but you know things like all the things that are missing and. The, the patches probably would have been able to address that sort of stuff, but because they've had to spend all this time making sure that it plays, the, the game still hasn't improved as a game, right? Mm, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and I think we're still at least, you know, six months off having any kind of DLC for it. And like you, you're saying, you know, it's a great game. I've, I've heard exactly that. It just, I know it needs, or, or at some point, there's going to be a lot of improvements to it, not just in... in making it run but by then like you say we'll have a ps5 version we'll have an xbox series x version yeah mm. and that's that's the thing but the thing is now the hype is well and truly gone for it mm. so any sales they were going to have or will have i i think is well and truly tarnished yeah i feel like and i will until I, I i don't know i i mean time will tell but when when the ps5 and series x versions get released i still think they're probably going to be big sellers but maybe not to the extent they might have been yeah it's just i, I was quite lucky where anyone who's played on the pc is is mm. you know is so lucky because yeah or stadia apparently really good on stadia yeah weirdly <laughs> but console owners have been burnt so unless it goes down in the sale and I, I can't yeah. see it doing massively well no. um, on the console front now so it's a, it is a shame because it was like I said it was fun and yeah it has multiple endings and playthrough styles you can go through with that as well so you know it is it is quite entertaining but it's just not entertaining enough to pull me away from other things it's like now we're even contemplating about just getting Baldur's Gate three and moving jump on straight jumping straight onto that instead yeah. of carried on with Cyberpunk. It's fair which enough. Fair enough. Is ridiculous because I was so looking forward to Cyberpunk and I started playing it and really enjoying it. Yeah. I just. I just can't bring. I I know there's there's like a 16 gig update or something for it. And I'm yeah, like, mm, but I, I guess if you spend your time playing it now, it, it, will you want to jump back into it again later on when they've added so much more to it? Because there's there's it's pretty much guaranteed that once they've once they have actually fixed it, although they say that they've fixed it now and they're going to be spending time on updating other parts of it, the the game's going to be you know if you look at the game in five years time it's going to be drastically different by the sounds of it with all the extra stuff they'll bring in and all the extra missions and, and everything. So do you want to spend your time now playing it just to replay it later with a bit extra? I don't, yeah. For, for most people, I would, I would probably say hang fire until you yeah. wait until you get the extra bits. But yeah. for me, well, I did... just want to burn through it, see an ending because I started it and then never play it again. Okay. Or that. <laughs> did you, did you replay Shenmue 3 once they added the, um, the extra DLC. Yeah, I, I did it for the for the story DLC, not yeah. for the the racing DLC. I've got Fair it. Enough. Fair enough. Um, but I just don't have a PS4 to play on. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you were talking about um, finally getting time to sit and play something like Cyberpunk on your laptop, but you just pulled out. Um, you know, you wouldn't get Baldur's Gate, or you pulled out Divinity. Um, I've been just using my new tablet to go on a bit of a retro gaming spree um and i mean the first thing was i got i got scum vm 
booted up on it and bought a bunch of um of, of the old LucasArts games and the old Sierra games that I didn't have on like GOG and stuff. So I've been playing Space Quest and Monkey Island and it's been just great. And like I, I've had them on tablets before and we both had it on on the scum on our phones, right? But well, you did. it's just it's you you kind of you need a mouse to make the most out of these games because you need the left click and the right click otherwise it's a little bit of a pain um the the tablet i have as a as a pen it's one of the samsung's that has an s pen and the s pen has a button on it and the button basically is your right click and oh, the nice. nice thing is it's if you hover over the screen and don't touch the screen it shows you the cursor so you see the little mouse cursor moving around it's only when you actually touch the screen that it then responds so it is like having a a, a mouse that you can touch the screen with it's it's brilliant um so playing all those is, is really good it really works well um but then i was like oh, i wonder what else this can run so i downloaded a um uh, like an emulator front end <clears throat> excuse me called retroarch which um mm. just has loads of different cores which are different emulators that you can download um so i downloaded a bunch and then thought let's just try some games and i started off on some game boy advance games golden sun worked beautifully um although it looks just looks really old on a big tablet screen instead of my <laughs> one and a half inch game boy micro but never mind um and then let's 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 go a bit more modern day and i, I downloaded the um dreamcast emulator <clears throat> excuse me got shemu one but i got the um there was a there's like a an, an edited version where they've taken the japanese voice acting and put it onto the subtitled version but also fixed a few little bits like brought the coca-cola cans back in so you don't have jet cola now you have oh. the coca-cola cans just like you did in, nice. in the japanese version and put that on and that runs amazingly you can connect up a playstation controller to it uh, i've got skies of arcadia i can't wait to get oh, back into that nice. again that works great just uh, i was just going through all the games the only thing that really the only game that won't run i didn't realize the dreamcast apparently had its own it, 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 its own operating system but then it also ran windows ce um which was like that that was what a lot of little sort of little computers would run it's like a cut down version of windows and apparently the point of that was so um publishers could easily uh port their stuff from pc over to dreamcast Mm-hmm. So it's quite a lot of games that use that but apparently that's really hard to emulate so even like um some you know fairly big games like all the tomb raiders they released uh ran on windows ce because they were just ports of the pc version um but the biggest one that i really really wanted to try out was uh do you know dentured to go the train simulator all right <laughs> like uh, ever since playing that in an arcade cabinet in japan i've, I've i mean i've even looked at getting a little the um the, the plug into your tv version which is literally the full controller you plug and the game is built into it and you just plug it into the hdmi on the tv and you can play it from there but it's it's a lot of money it's about 150 quid to import um Ooh. but yeah the, this this that's available to download and i tried it it just won't work cannot get it to work really devastated but at least i've got like Marvel versus Capcom i've got rival schools i've got oh. jet set radio all these things and they run amazingly. Head, I got Headhunter, yes. So. I got Headhunter. Uh, That's great. Yeah. In fact, I started playing that and I forgot that there was like a full um, FMV, not just regular cutscenes. It was proper video cutscenes, wasn't it? Of the uh, the TV, <laughs> the TV news channel. It's just a, an underrated game. Even the second one, I didn't mind. 
but mm-hmm. I haven't tried PlayStation 2 games yet. I'll need to set but Game GameCube won't run, unfortunately. They're a bit too jerky. Uh-huh. But but yeah, just oh it's it's amazing what you can do nowadays. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't yeah. it? And I do own all these games, just for the record. I have physical copies at my dad's, so I don't mind downloading them. But it's just it's amazing what you can do on, on modern stuff. Especially mm-hmm. just hook up your PlayStation controller to it and you're away. It's it's great. It's so good. But yeah, mm. but that's me. I can sit on the couch now while the other half wants to watch Drag Race, and um, and I can just play a bit of Jet Set Radio. Very nice indeed. Yeah. I really want to just go back and do a retro day now. To be fair, and just play all the old school stuff. So I need to work out how to plug how to plug the tablet into the TV next. I didn't realise as well that the uh, the old PlayStation um, Classic that they released couple of years ago apparently that's so easy to hack and yeah. stick on any of these emulators so then you've got this really nice easy thing you can just plug into your tv mm-hmm. same role so, the old mini consoles to be fair the same as like the, the snes and the um yeah. snes and stuff all of them are so easy just to hack and, and stick on so mm-hmm. what loads of people do on the uh, gaming pages i follow is like look what i've had now and you've had like the main arcade emulators and all that that's sort it. of stuff as well Amazing. But you won't be able to get away with saying, I own that one. Because no, the arcade you own in like 15 different arcade machines in your flat. I'm like, um, where did yeah. you put them? Uh, in my dad's garage. Ah, right. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm. we'll, uh, we'll, we'll finish off with just uh, one little story about something that, you know, should have been exciting, but is actually kind of really depressing because now it's not happening. But um, the Mass Effect movie <laughs> has apparently right. been been completely cancelled yeah 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 i i kind of i feel like until the legendary edition was announced and got released and suddenly everyone loved the game again uh, i was almost confused that they would do a, a movie because it seemed to have it felt like it had lost its its appeal but now the legendary edition's out and it sold so well and everyone's you know really really excited for whatever the next version's going to be um uh, it, you know, sounds like now would be the time, but then they decided a movie's no good, so they've cancelled it. Um, but the silver lining is that um, it's the only reason they're cancelling it is because they think a movie's not going to be enough. So they're looking at turning it into a TV series instead, which seems to be the way that a lot of stuff's going. You know, there's, I mean, they've got The Last of Us TV series, uh, Fallout's coming to. HBO, isn't it? I think. Oh no, Amazon's got Fallout. Yeah, Amazon's got Assassin's Creed. So mm. it's one that hopefully it does get picked up because yeah, uh, trying to tell any sort of law or any story in in the Mass Effect universe yeah. in like a a two hour film is now an impossible. TV series, you know, fantastic. You can stretch out. You can set yeah, in any sort of area exactly. you want. Look, look at the Witcher. Watching. Look at how well that did. Exactly. Yeah. So that could be really good. So initially, obviously, that got pulled down, but they're hoping they're going to try and be able to sort of bring it back again um, and adapt the story into another another way of doing this. So hopefully, if they can bring it into a into a TV show, then yeah, that yeah. would be great because I'm excited for the Last of Us one, and not yeah. so much for the Fallout, just because I how much I love Fallout. Yeah, fair but, enough. And just quickly, while we're on the subject of Fallout, um, unfortunately. The, the dog who who was based around dog meat uh, has sadly passed away um, oh. this week. The, the dog was called River, 
um, and okay. he was part of the design team's um, mascots, mascots wow. pets. Um, <laughs> he brought him into the office and they changed the character and everything all around dog meat and made him River. Is that from um, Fallout 3? Sorry, uh, from 3 and 4. Three and four. All right, okay. So yeah, poor old oh. dog meat. I used to love dog, oh. hate dog meat. Thanks for great. depressing us, Reg. You've been listening right. to the Nerd OD podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, I'll be I'll be interested in a Mass Effect series. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I, and I almost I get like video game movies for some reason don't tend to do very well, right? Like like is that reason though that the the audience that are the fans are either gonna be so adamantly against it or are gonna go and watch it because they love the thing. So you've got one section of people who go and see it, but then everyone else is just like oh, I don't know anything about the game. I'm not gonna bother going to watch it. So at least with a, a TV series, you know, you've, you've not really got that much investment. You've not got to take a night to go to the cinema to go and yeah, watch this one film. I think it's the subject matter more than anything, because look at how fucking stupidly well Resident Evil films did. Like, they, they had no right to earn yeah. because I think they, they only so did shit. well because they were low budget, though. Because it's not like they did amazing... Like, like they, didn't, they didn't make a lot of money. They just made more money than they cost to make and the budgets were generally sort of you know 30 40 million which is very low for a yeah. movie so yeah i kind of i i no, i i know exactly what you mean it is really surprising that they got to was it six in the end i don't know uh, yeah oh monster hunter's out now isn't it monster hunter's out i have not been in gone already monster probably <laughs> i know i saw that it was on the listings last week right okay. yeah <laughs> yeah, that's one I've definitely got no interest in. Despite it having Tony Jaw in it, I fucking love Tony Jaw. I can't believe that he's in it. Yeah, I just, it just one Mijovovich uh, kind of cancels out one Tony Jaw. Yeah, I've just I've got no interest. I watched a video on IGN of how well does um, Paul Anderson, WS Anderson, or whatever it's called, yeah. um, know Monster Hunter. Right. So they're like, okay, like explain the world. And he's like, oh, yes, well, and he went into this huge, like, 15-minute, like, conversation about how much he really knows of the world, and he gets the name of the place wrong, he gets how you get there wrong, he gets, like, so much of it wrong, despite that he starts off going, I've been a huge fan since I've been started playing it at this age, on this machine, and then right. starts going through, and then he describes the, the characters uh, like the monsters in it, and as you're going through the monsters, saying that like, you need to have this, and you can't have this because this is the end one, and you can't have that without that one. And he gets everything in the wrong orders, and he just gets everything completely wrong about it. And then he's like, "So go watch our film." I'm like, "Right, right." So despite the fact you've just literally spent 20 minutes and you've had these questions prepped, <laughs> and and you know you've had these questions prepped because you're constantly looking at the the questions and then looking yeah. back at a screen where like this is what my script was for me to say. Mm-hmm. you still managed to fuck it up it's just mind-blowing how bad people can be <laughs> it, it is but then it isn't based on his track record yeah but that's it's not if, if you if you were going to ask me a question if i knew i had a set of questions about something oh, yeah, i was doing i'll make sure i do my research to make sure it's right especially when it's going to be watched by millions of people or potentially watched by millions of people I'd be like, right, I need to make sure I'm 100% accurate on this before it goes out. And he just never bothered. He was like, yeah, sod it. <laughs> so it was just mind-blowing how bad it was. So yeah, it's true. But 
isn't it? I mean, it's really weird and depressing that he, like, if, 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 yeah, I don't he know whether you're a fan of projects. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. But he, you know, he directed what's it, Event Horizon, which mm. is an amazing horror sci-fi movie. And it, it just, you know, there's all there's all these films that you just think, all right, this sets, sets this this person is going to be great, and then suddenly, yeah, he decides to do Resident Evil, AVP, Death Race, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, he directed the Three Musketeers. That makes it. Oh, have, have you seen that they've done a, a, a D'Artagnan? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I like when we went to see Runcy Cruella last week. And the trailer was on that. And I was like, I can't believe they've done a, a, a Dog Tanyon. And the theme tune's playing all the way through the trailer. I'm like, wow, this just throws me right back. But it's one of those. It's just the worst, most, like, jankiest CGI you'll ever see. Must have cost about 20 quid. Someone's put it together on Blender. But it's just, no, 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 no. Oh, we did Pompeii as well. Why do they keep giving him these, these budgets? Sorry, I'm going through his IMDb. Right, Pompeii was the one with thing, thingy out of um, Kit, Harrington. Kit Harrington. Yeah, oh jeez, yeah, Monster Hunter, future, future projects, working on fancy novel, awarded man. Well, that's good. There's no, uh, there's no more uh, video game movies. I mean, he directed yeah. the first Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, which is one of my guilty pleasures. Yeah, that's absolutely. why. That's why I don't. I can't. Mortal Kombat, Event Horizon, and then you've got Resident Evil, AVP, Resident Evil Apocalypse, DOA, <laughs> the Tetra Live movie, Resident Evil Extraction, Death Race, Resident Evil Afterlife, Death Race 2, Resident Evil Retribution, Death Race 3, Pompeii, Resident Evil Final Chapter, Death Race, <laughs> Monster Hunter. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, that, that that's a, I mean, it's still a low to go out on, but it's not quite dead dog low, so... We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Mine was a poignant story. Yours was just like it was. Check out Paul W. R.I.P. Buster or whatever he was called. River. River. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you for listening. And thank you for having us. Yep. See you next time. Toodles. Bye.